Hello, this is Valerie Aiello, and you're listening to Idea Diary. Thanks for coming back to my office and hanging out. All right, so I read or I listened to the book Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller because I saw the interview yesterday, the other day with um, Patrick but David and I had never heard of him before and I really liked the interview. I felt like there was just a lot of noteworthy things that he said and so I was excited to read his book which was available on Hoopla. So Hoopla Digital I get, I think, three or four audiobooks free using my library card. And I really like the Hoopla Digital because I can listen to it on my laptop and then pause an audiobook and it saves my place and I can start playing it on my phone if I want to, like, jump in the car or just hold my place in general. The one thing it doesn't do, I can't scrub it so I can't go a little bit I can't if I miss something in an audiobook I can't really go back a little bit and re-listen to it and I can't move forward if it's moving slow and I just kind of want to get to the point so there are it's free but you can't do a lot but you know just being able to play a book and take it on the road with you and it saves your space I really like the Hoopla Digital service that comes with my library card. Anyway, so I listened to this audiobook and it was five hours long, which is an audiobook I feel like if you just want to get it done in a day. I feel like five hours is pretty easy. It is a little bit long, but it's not eight hours or 12 hours. When audiobooks start getting that long, I kind of just would rather get the book usually. A five-hour audiobook I feel like is a good limit. Based on the interview with this guy, Donald Miller, I figured his book would be pretty good because he he jam-packed so much in an hour interview, so much like good information. And I guess you would call it marketing, brand building information. I felt like the book was going to be good. But I also did have a fear that it was going to be a lot of repeating because I guess what this guy Donald Miller is good at is repeating the information over and over again and repeating it fast and getting to the point fast. And he's a writer, so he he works really well with words. Unlike me, that I have trouble just spitting stuff out, but I'm working on it. Yeah, so I did have a feeling I was wondering what exactly would be in this book. And I did find... As I was listening to it, the first three hours was just kind of repeating information that I'd already heard in this one-hour interview that he did. So I definitely do recommend you watch the interview that I will put in the description. However, I do recommend you check out this book or listen to the audiobook because the first three hours of it, I really wasn't... There really wasn't anything that I was taking notes on or stuff that I really didn't know before. There are some things that he talks about that were aha moments for me. So I did definitely learn something. But 
the juicy part of the book really wasn't until chapter 11. So the last two hours of the audiobook was when it, I really started to gain something. So if I would have not, if I would have gotten bored, which I was a little bit bored, but if I wouldn't have listened to the whole audiobook, I would not have gotten the good, the good bits out of the book. So I really recommend you listen to the whole book. And I, I think if you have a marketing team and you work in an office, I definitely think the entire marketing team or the one person that does the marketing should read this book and write a report on it and talk about how they're implementing the tools that are recommended in this book. Because this book is really like a first level marketing book in the way that Yes, you can hire a marketing firm to do your stuff for you, but really there's a lot of stuff that you can do on your own that if it's not done, this basic stuff, then you really shouldn't be spending money on fancy marketing firms or marketing professionals if you can't even get the basics done. So I think any company, even if you're a solopreneur, can get something out of this book because this is all the basics. So I just wrote down some notes that I thought um, were great takeaways. So the main thing that I learned from Donald Miller is that you have to make the customer the hero and the brand or the person, the service provider is the guide. So is the wise person that's that's kind of taking the customer along this kind of hero's journey. He uses a lot of metaphors for storytelling, which, you know, it's it speaks to him. And he's that's how he communicates it well. And it's not a bad metaphor for an average person just to, like, grasp and get. So when you're selling something, you have to be super clear and super short. Nobody wants to read a bunch of stuff. You want to, um, kind of the way that I describe it, the way that he was talking about. So when you're looking, when you're on the cable description box and you see the name of a movie and then the one little sentence of what the movie's about, if the title of the movie and the one little sentence doesn't excite you to want to watch that movie, then you're going to move on. So you really want to have that really quick one sentence line of what you do, how you help, and how you can excite somebody to want to use your product or buy your product or use your service. So think of it as that little cable box guide. That's how fast you need to be able to sell something. And sometimes even faster than that. So when you're in a bookstore and you see a bunch of book titles and say you're in the marketing section, the book title, the name of the book and the picture could sell you in one second to want to pick up that book and learn more. You have about five seconds to sell something. He talks about there's this knife that he wanted, and he was in the, the hardware store, and he saw this knife, and their tagline was really short, and it just gave that feeling that you were Crocodile Dundee. Anywhere and everywhere, anywhere there was trouble, if you had that knife in your pocket or if you had that knife in your car, 
you could easily solve like a million problems and you could be the hero just by owning this $40 knife. And then he told the story about this marketing campaign to a friend and then that friend went and um, got his name engraved in the in the knife and gave it to him as a gift. So it was just like this constant feeling of connecting with a brand with this pocket knife that would solve a million problems. Like a Swiss army knife kind of situation that if you have a Swiss army knife in your pocket, you feel like you feel like a little hero when somebody has a problem and you pull out the Swiss army knife and you can cut a thread off someone's shirt or something's caught and you're, you're there to save the day. So he had a lot of, a lot of examples in the book of branding, what, what worked well, some things that didn't work well. He goes over the kind of hierarchy of needs that people want solved. You know, it's kind of basic marketing stuff, but it's just definitely a good refresher and pretty fast. Um, I would say anyone that's working on a project right now where you're branding something, you would be a valuable five hours to go ahead and just listen to this audiobook or go buy the book. He talks about the the Apple campaign that was super famous. So pretty much every marketing course talks about the Apple campaign. So maybe refresh yourself on how that how the Apple campaign kind of turned around people feeling kind of scared to buy computers like they didn't understand it to kind of switching that feeling to no, anyone can have a computer. Anyone can have fun with a computer and think different. And you can make a movie. You can do all these things. You can, you know, there was like this little shift during that campaign that it did have a huge impact on how people purchased computers and iPods and all sorts of different things. So one of the things that he talks about in the book is your website kind of being your elevator pitch. And he has all these kind of tips on how to do that faster, how to make sure your website says exactly what it needs to say really fast so someone can get in, buy something, get out. He talks about brands that are obsessed with their with the success of their customers are the ones that are going to win. When they can communicate that well and they can, the inside of the company where everyone's kind of kind of focused and obsessed with the idea that their customer is going to have so much value and gain so much from the product or service, that's when the, the company is really going well. He goes over kind of what makes a, a valuable employee, and he kind of talks about um, if, if the company employees are the hero to the customer and the product's the hero to the customer, then internally, the team and all of the employees together kind of are the, the guide making each employee the hero of the company. So when, the, when each employee feels like they are fulfilling their dream and they're live, working at their dream job and everyone at work is excited for everyone else to succeed and kind of the company as a whole is the guide to each individual employee. He says, you know, it really changes things. And I really liked the way he articulated that. And I feel like if you did have a company and you um, made your product developers or your, and your uh, marketing team 
or pretty much anyone in the company read this book as a part of just making a better work environment. I feel like them connecting the fact that the company wants them to meet all their personal goals and to grow and to be better. He, he talks about, not so much in the book, but in the interview, he talks about um, employees that feel like they are, they are what makes the company profitable and making them feel like they are a part of making everyone make money and also paying them based on how much profit they bring to the company. You know, I just think I really like this guy's approach to having an awesome company where everyone feels great and everyone makes money and everyone feels like they're really part of something. This guy has a really great approach. And it's just kind of worked into this marketing book type of thing. So I feel like although how that's not the most important element of this book, it's being that it's there, I've just it makes me feel like he's a really good teacher. And like I said, all of this is basic stuff. There's nothing overly complicated about what's in the book. It's all pretty um, simple to understand. I feel like this book could have been even a little bit shorter. I feel like if he releases his own sort of cliff nose version of this book, he could probably sell a lot more and have a lot more people benefit from the knowledge that he has. But it isn't that long. It's not it's not like a killer, you know, it's still short. It's just, we have so many books to read and so many things to watch. And, you know, there's just so much content that I think even making this a shorter version of this, of a shorter version of this content would definitely sell and definitely be just as valuable as a full book. He talks about mission statements. Obviously, most companies have mission statements, but he says to um, don't lose the plot in your mission statement and obviously make it short, make sure everyone knows it, make sure they can repeat it on demand, you know, as they're talking, describing their own company that they work at or describing the products. Um, and that companies that f their main focus is guiding their customer to success is going to be more valuable, more profitable than a company that just worries about profits. So one of the things that was in this book was he talks about email campaigns and every marketing person talks about email campaigns. And I'm always really annoyed by that. I don't know why. I just feel like email, collecting people's emails, yeah, it's not a bad idea, but it's not the end-all be-all of the most important thing in the world when it comes to marketing. And I know it's just like, I might be wrong in that situation, but I feel like there's a lot of popular products that don't have my email that I use all the time. And there are so many emails that I might, I might give out. Like I have a fake email for getting free courses or free templates or free samples, you know, whatever that little um, enticing things people give out, like samples at Costco, those kind of enticing things that people give out online for their products. I definitely like to sign up for them. I love signing up for free webinars. You know, it's kind of like if someone has a free webinar and they're even slightly interesting, I'm in it. Like I will watch that webinar. And having live events, I feel like is really good. Um, 
I do a lot of live events, you know, at least I used to before the apocalypse, you know, going to things. Um, in Austin, we kind of have tons and tons and tons of tech industry parties and different things where you're going. And I do a lot of VR stuff. So there's tons of parties where you go and you play VR games. At least there was. I don't know how that's all going to pan, pan out in the future. But live events, I feel like are really good. Um, but the automated email campaign, it's like I just ignore so many emails that it's just not that valuable for every single business. For some, yes, I get my grocery store email to see what's on sale. I get my uh, Taco Cabana email to see what's on sale for that week. There are things that I do enjoy getting emails from different businesses, but it's not, it's more rare that I have an email that I pay attention to than not. But the way that he explained why having an automated email campaign is important, that you're really just doing it for brand awareness. You're not actually doing it for people to read your emails. People that unsubscribe to your email list is actually a helpful thing so that they're just not crowding up your email thing, your email automated email system. And the ones that kind of get your email just to delete it, they're keeping that around for a reason because maybe every 20 emails, they might use it. You know, there might be something in that 20th email that they're they're hoping to get something out of it. So the ones that are keeping your email just to delete it, they're getting brand awareness, which it's like, okay, I guess that's good. But they're really just, you're staying on top of their mind as the person that cuts hair or does paintings or does something that they, they're kind of interested in, but they're not. So I, he gave some examples of why email campaign is important, even if no one reads it. So that to me was good information that kind of made me see as email marketing campaigns in a different light because although it is fantastic to have emails from a company, if there's no reason for them, I don't feel like it's fantastic or worthwhile. So he kind of did make me see email marketing campaigns a little bit differently and a little bit more in a positive light. And I guess, you know, there's some things that I wrote down. He has like five website must-haves, five ideas to get people excited about your business, five things that every business needs for a good communication. The one thing he he said that I did find interesting when he said don't just ask for testimonials in a random way, have a testimonial form or kind of worksheet so that you get a coherent testimonial because sometimes people communicate in weird ways and it's not really it doesn't really make sense all the time or it's not in the best it's not worded the best way when you can kind of guide them along the testimonial process and I feel like that that was a very good um, tip also um, he had mentioned that his wife used blue apron or some sort of eating at home service where they deliver meals to your house and kind of having referrals like word of mouth is probably one of the best ways to get new customers or new clients but blue apron will send his wife an email saying you've got a free meal that you could send to a friend so she loves sending these free little meals to different friends and I thought that's pretty good you know that's a pretty good share and then he talked about um 
a wedding photographer that every wedding that she shot weddings for, she said, if you give me three referrals for three other jobs, a one-year anniversary, I'll give you a free anniversary wedding photo shoot. And usually the people who are getting married, all their friends and the wedding party are kind of in the same age group, kind of in that same time in life where you're they're getting married too. So it was this wedding photographer's business exploded and it was really easy and she didn't do anything except offer this free referral service. So, you know, it just got me definitely thinking again of like, okay, how, what's a fun way to have referrals and have somebody give something to somebody else to get something more. So anyway, I definitely recommend listen to the audiobook, Building a Brand Story. It's pretty good. I definitely recommend if you have a team, if you're a manager, pretty much for any reason, even if there is an accounting department, but just kind of overall getting everybody on the same page of promoting each other and working together and making sure you have a company that has that mentality of like this company is here to make your dreams come true as an employee, kind of getting that story started so that your job kind of, or your your company and your employees feel more energized. I feel like it's pretty good for that. But definitely if you have a marketing department, getting them to read this book or listen to the audiobook and write a report on all the things that Donald suggests to do in the book and how all those things are done within your own company. I feel like it's all very basic. It's all good advice. And it's kind of like first level stuff. Like, is this all done? I want to make sure this is all done for our company. And if you're paying people to do your marketing, I feel like this is a good little exercise that's maybe not going to a convention, you know, something really fast and cheap and something that could be done in a week. That's kind of like a checklist of how's my company doing? Are we hitting all these marks? Are we doing everything? Are we making everyone happy? Is this a company where everyone's thriving? I don't know. Just overall, it's worth the listen. It's worth the five hour listen, especially if you're uh, about to release a new product and you're confused about how to communicate that. I feel like building a story brand is basic, it's helpful, it's short, and it's a good read. So this is my my review of the book. I I hope that, I don't know, this is a valuable show of some kind. You can let me know. But thanks for listening. And I still don't know how to end the show, so I'm just going to play the music.